Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, November 23rd, 2020, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world, he is to dentistry. What Philip Rivers was to quarterback play last night, and what Julian Blackman is to punching the ball out, and what DeForest Buckner is to recovering fumbles, and what Rodrigo Blankenship is to kicking field goals. He's the best. The best, I tell you. Give them a call. 317-849-2933. The city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana, minus Lake County, and that Cincinnati area counties unknown down there. Uh, thrilled with what happened last night at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Indianapolis Colts overtime winners, 34-31 over the uh, Green Bay Packers. Just a fantastic game. Thrilling. So much fun. Seemed like, and I'm never one of these guys. Never one of the guys who says, you know what, we got beat because we got jobbed by the officials. But last night, what the hell was going on? What the hell is the matter with these officials? They called, and we'll get to this in a little bit too, uh, in more detail. They called four holding penalties against the Colts in an eight-play span. And when you looked at them on replay, you said, what? Like the, the, and this wasn't one of them, but the holding call on Pascal. Pascal gets his block, and, and the guy kind of knocks Pascal down, and Pascal kind of grabs him to keep from, like, it's a reflex to keep from falling. The, the ball carrier was already gone. And I don't understand that call. The call against uh, Mark Lewinsky, the second one, he, got, he had two holding calls among those four in the eight-play span. The second one, I was walking by in the press box. I was walking by where Chris Ballard, the general manager of the Colts, watches games. And through the closed door, you could hear Chris Ballard screaming, not nice stuff, at the officials about what a nonsensical, I'll use that word, call that was. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. This game a lot of good. 
for the Indianapolis Colts because the Colts won the game. If the Colts had lost this game, there probably would have been a lot of bad. Uh, but the good, Phillip Rivers. How about Phillip Rivers last night? 24-36 for 288, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, his second big comeback of the season. The MO on Rivers, and well-earned, right, was that he was he he would he could be wayward enough to get you beat, but he was never going to be good enough to bring you back, right? If he made mistakes, you were going to lose because of those mistakes. He was never going to be good enough to elevate you back on the other end. Remember Andrew Luck against the Chiefs, right? Throws that pick it, early in the third quarter. Colts are down forever points. You thought, well, you still got a shot because Andrew Luck's back there. Used to think that with Peyton Manning as a Colts quarterback. With Rivers, we were told never to think it. And and what we had seen from Rivers over the last six years with the Chargers was never to think it, right? But against the Bengals, Colts were down by 21 against the Bengals. Yesterday at half, they were down by 14. And it looked bleak, right? Because Phillip Rivers can't bring it back. Well, he did bring him back. He's brought him back twice. So there you go. Uh, and compare Rivers' numbers to Aaron Rodgers, who is thought by many to be one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL, incorrectly. I mean, he's right there. I mean, you put him right there with uh, Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, don't you? I think you do. Uh, he was 20, uh, 22 of 38 for 311, 3 and 1. So virtually identical statistically to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Julian Blackman, we alluded to it earlier. Julian Blackman has had a hell of a season. Julian Blackman, a third-round pick, has made everybody forget about Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker, poor guy, tore his Achilles, and uh, he's out for the season, and his career is in doubt at this point. He's in a contract year. Not good for Malik Hooker. Don't mean to kick uh, dirt on Malik Hooker's career grave. Right, but Julian Blackman, give me Julian Blackman all day long and twice on Sunday, right, in place of Malik Hooker. He was terrific all game long. He didn't get to that pass thrown over the top uh, that Rodgers completed toward the end of regulation to put the Packers, it was like third and 10, and, and Rodgers just bombed it, and, and it gets it, it's caught. Blackman almost got there. But what he did do in the overtime was punch a ball loose during the first possession, only possession, by the Packers, put the Colts in a position to win that game via field goal because DeForest Buckner fell on the ball, which was a good thing. Um, Rodrigo Blankenship, four field goals in the second half in overtime yesterday. He missed that 50-yarder. He, he hit it a little bit low, and it caught the crossbar. Had he been a foot closer, he would have made that. I think that that would have put the Colts in a position where they might have lost that game because the Packers, obviously, wouldn't. assuming everything else goes the way it went, assuming that, uh, the Packers have to go for seven at the end of regulation rather than settling for the field goal. And I think with Aaron Rodgers back then, it's about 50-50. He would have gotten it into the end zone. Jonathan Taylor yesterday, 22 carries for 90 yards. He was really good. Sadly, the touchdown scamper was called back because of one of those myriad holding calls. Um, the Colts, they, uh, they outscored the Packers 20-3 to after halftime. That's good. Rocky is seen with a terrific interception. When you pick Aaron Rodgers, you've done some work because that guy throws no picks. 
right? And and Rocky Seen made a hell of a play on the football and, and got that pick. That was good. Holding uh, the Packers to 66 yards rushing. That was really good. The Colts defense is entering that level where you think, okay, they are legitimately elite. You know, this isn't just they're playing against, you know, run-of-the-mill offenses. This is, you know what, the Packers are as good an offensive football team as there is in the NFC at least. And uh, this, speaking of the NFC North, uh, the Colts get the sweep against the NFC North. Nice. Good year to play the NFC North. Let's talk about the bad. The two turnovers, not good. The interception was tipped. Can't really hold Rivers entirely accountable for that. Uh, Blankenship's miss from 50. You know what? That's, uh, but all of it's irrelevant. You know, you're going to have bad things in games. As long as you win the game, who the hell cares the bad? The ugly is the officiating. And like I said, if the Colts hadn't won, I'm blaming the officials, and I never blame the officials. It's always on the players and on the coaches, right? No matter the sport, you cannot blame the officials because generally what you're going to have is a, a, the scales of justice are going to balance throughout the course of the game. This I thought was terrible. And that call, I never say this either, but thank God for replay because that game's over if the call stands the referee completely blows the call. And how do you blow this call? I have no idea. Because the ball clearly comes out of Rivers' hand, right? They called it a fumble on the field. It, it would have been a scoop and score if not for the replay. Rivers' hand is clearly going forward. The ball comes out of his hand moving forward. How in the hell the officials thought, oh, yeah, fumble. What? How? What conveyed the ball forward? if not Rivers' arm motion, for God's sake. Thankfully, it was reversed on, on appeal and, uh, and off you are to the overtime, and the Colts win the game. So there you go. The, those four holding calls in eight snaps were, I, I think, an absolute embarrassment because I think three of them weren't holds. What are you doing? Uh, you had Glowinski twice. At least one of those was not a hold. Uh, Quentin Nelson gets called for holding way too often. He's not holding. He's just good enough to be able to block in a way that looks like holding. And when he pancakes a guy, they, called him, they call him for holding periodically. He's just knocking a guy to the ground. He's not pulling him to the ground. He just knocks him down. What the hell do you want him to do? That's what he's supposed to do. That's his job, you idiots. Uh, and then Pascal and, and the Pittman hold, I guess, I guess that was legit. But anyway, yeah, Ballard was incensed. Ballard was yelling, man. <laughs> Ballard was hot. I don't know who all was in that room, but Ballard was the voice that I heard. And it was quite something. Uh, Titans also won in overtime 30 to 24 uh, against Baltimore. So the Colts and the Titans, they remain tied. They're uh, both seven and three. And off we go. We said that they needed to split these four games, Ravens and, and then the Titans and then the Packers and the Titans. Colts have won two. They can get three out of four. If they can win this Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium, they can get three out of four. And that puts them in the driver's seat where it comes to winning the AFC South. Great stuff from the Indianapolis Colts. 
I, I didn't see this coming. I didn't see this win coming. I got to tell you the truth. I was on with Dan, Dan Dockich on Friday, and I said, I think the Colts, they can win this game. And I thought as I was saying it, ay ay ay. Really? You think? Like in when you compare quarterbacks, you compare Rodgers to Rivers, you think that Rivers could beat Rodgers, and there's no like matchup on the field more important than the quarterback matchup. But I don't know. Sometimes you just have a good feeling, right? And I did. Uh, Indiana lost to Ohio State on Saturday. The score of that game, 42-35. Indiana at one point was down 35-7. to They came roaring back. That defense played really well in the second half. The offense was really good in the second half. Uh, Michael Penix was unbelievable. They had, this wasn't like it was 42-28. Now you scored a late touchdown. And then, you know, tried to kick an onside kick to get the ball back with 15 seconds left. This was a game, it was a one-possession game, and Indiana got the ball twice with a chance to tie that game. They didn't get it done, but they played their asses off. And as a result, they only dropped from ninth in the country to 12th in the country. While that seems like, you know, scant consolation, for Indiana fans, you know, usually... In my memory, when Indiana's been ranked, they lose almost immediately and they fall out of the top 25. Here they only fought, fell uh, three spots. And really, because of that game on Saturday, I'm more convinced that they were deserving of that number nine rating than I was before the game was played and before Indiana lost that game. Michael Penix, 27 to 51, 491 yards, five touchdowns, one pick, that pick was a killer because it went the other way for six. They took that to the house. The defense forced four or three interceptions from Justin Fields. That equals his career number of interceptions while a, uh, while a quarterback both at Georgia and at Ohio State. Ty Freifogel, seven catches, 218 yards. He trumped his, his last week numbers. Unbelievable. Ty Freifogel, uh, three touchdowns. On Saturday, uh, Jamar Johnson, two picks. The last one, he fumbled, which which was unfortunate, but no blood, no foul, right? Because Indiana got the ball right back and then scored a touchdown. So that didn't really hurt the Hoosiers. Uh, but Penix's pick six was key. Next up for the Hoosiers, Maryland, who hadn't played in like forever because of COVID, now, if, they, if Indiana has to play Maryland this weekend, Maryland's completely healthy because how would they not be, right? They've totally healed. I, I, I think it's ridiculous. I, I, you got to have a season, right? So this kind of thing's going to happen. But Ohio State was coming off a bye week because they were supposed to play Maryland the week prior. And now you're going to get a Maryland team that hadn't gone out and, and really gotten beaten up in four weeks I don't know how that's fair. I, I think it's completely ridiculous. Gordon Hayward, he signed a four-year, $120 million deal with the Charlotte Hornets. Okay, good for Gordon, man. That's a lot of cash. Um, the the Pacers uh, have re-signed Justin Holiday, three years, $18 bucks. That kind of put him above the luxury tax threshold, so they had to go out and make a deal. That deal, T.J. Leaf goes to the Oklahoma City, City Thunder, for Jalen LeCue, he was an undrafted rookie this past year with the Phoenix Suns. He had been dealt already from the Suns to the Thunder. Now he comes to the Pacers, 6'3", uh, 
he was going to go to North Carolina State, did not. And and so he's one of those guys, they call him Baby Westbrook, which I don't know whether that's a good thing or not. Uh, an elite level athlete, he can't shoot. In the G League last year, he hit 21% of his threes. And so Jalen LeCue coming over, TJ Leaf, goodbye. And uh, you know what? It, I hope he gets a chance to play because it was never going to happen here. The Pacers are, are too deep and, and too proficient to have uh, a guy like TJ Leaf get meaningful minutes off the bench or, God forbid, start. Uh, Mason Miller may announce his decision today. He's down to IU and Creighton. He's the son of Mike Miller. And uh, a guy, he's 6'9", about 180 pounds, so he's really skinny. He's going to have to hang some weight. Uh, but he's a terrific shooter, kind of a stretch four guy who would look really good in an Indiana uniform next year. If you have Miller and Duncan, at least that's a reasonable class. If you don't get Miller, I don't know what, what you do. I mean, you, that's kind of a, uh, kind of winds up being a recruiting class that you have to sort of punt on. You didn't get Kaufman. And uh, so you really knock wood. You're going to be able to get uh, Mason Miller two days to college basketball. Butler opens up against Western Michigan at Hinkle Field House, 25% full of fans. Purdue against Liberty, both those games at 6 o'clock. And then Indiana, Texas, Tennessee Tech coming up. Can't wait for college basketball. Let's celebrate some birthdays. I've gone on quite a long time, but, you know, hell's bells. We had a terrific win last night, didn't we? That was fun. That was the most fun I've had in the Colts game since uh, Bullet stopped the Patriots on that fourth and two. This was fun. It was a great time. And, and one of the reasons is because Packer fans are obnoxious and they travel really, really well. So they showed up in mass. I think there were as many Packers fans at Lucas Oil Stadium as there were Colts fans. Because there are no season ticket holders. All the tickets go on sale simultaneously. So it was just a race to the phone between Colts fans and Packers fans. Who's going to get the tickets? A lot of Packers fans. They were obnoxious. And they went home unhappy, which is half the fun, right? They're not as obnoxious as Bears fans. They're the worst. And, and not because they're clever and not because they're rabid, just because they come to Lucas Oil Stadium and they drink themselves into submission before the game even starts. So it's just bedlam. Uh, birthdays. Brad Lovett, happy birthday. Dan Carpenter, Matt Dillon, Mark Schuler, happy birthday. Uh, Jimmy Wall, happy birthday. Nick Willoughby, Brandon Miller, um, Jerry Martin, the great Jerry Martin, former general manager of Fox 59, love Jerry Martin. The great Eric Stevens, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Eric. Kevin Wheeler, celebrating a birthday. The great Steve Karras, documentarian to the stars. Uh, Jeffrey Schwartz, the great David Lee, celebrating a birthday. Eric Rourke, happy birthday. Kevin Whitlett, Terry Johnson, and Steve Thacker, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Cannot wait to talk to you later today. Inside Indiana Sports, you know what? Setting the pace is going to post later today. Uh, Alex Golden and I talking about the Indiana Pacers. It's a, This is a great time to be alive and a resident of central Indiana, right? All kinds of sports going on, all kinds of stuff to talk about, and I can't wait to do it later today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.